I thought these two idiots were done, but alas, no, they're back. It's born offside again. Strap in, because there's talk of masks. Welcome everyone to a wonderful edition of Born Offside. It's all been happening once again. Southampton derailed Liverpool's title bid and basically told them to shut up and never ever come back. Um, what else happened? Oh, it was, mate, it was mate, uh, two things. Two things. Weekend, every, every two things. Two was, things. Two things. Yes, yes, yes. yes now. Be quiet. Two things. Yep. One. Go, go. One, are you not going to address the fact that the seven listeners of this show probably thought it had been cancelled and have probably clicked <laughs> the unsubscribe button because we've been away for so long? Also, are you really going to lead with an event that didn't happen? Because Liverpool's title bid is just fine following... No, but it did. It did happen. It did. Southampton won that game and it was a fantastic match. It was really well. It was great performance. I was really, very happy with them. And as for our seven listeners, just, just deal with it, all right? Just deal with it. And I, look, I thought I'd go seamlessly. I thought I'd do that whole kind of, you know, when listeners Pretend come back it and they never go, happened thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I thought, I thought they didn't. All right, I must have just missed a couple of episodes. It's all right. Let it go. You know? yeah. Um. And in previous uh, podcasts as well, uh, whenever I've, I've, I've gone down uh, um, and, and put a couple of bullets into the barrel of that shotgun and pointed it at your face, um, you've then turned around and gone, uh, don't worry, there's only marshmallows in there. Because um, uh, <laughs> that makes it pretty. Um, you've then had a go at me for going, all right, all right, look, I'm sorry I was at work. Or I'm sorry I had a cold. Or I'm sorry I, you know, sorry if it's it, it's neither here nor wow. there. Oh, oh, wow. Sorry, there'll be some bleeping there. There'll please, be some bleeping. I'll please bleep that. It's very early. Very early to do bleeping. It's very early. Um, One of the reasons I actually wasn't able to do a podcast was because well, I went to see my mother. So. Uh, right. How is your mum? How's, how's she doing? Should move I? on. Move on. All right. Okay. <laughs> as well, by the way. All I good. Um... <laughs> We've got a lot to discuss. Uh, we'll be talking uh, about uh, the derailment of Liverpool's title bid. It's Which, not okay, derailed, it's just fine. <laughs> you just can't take it because you lost to a team who played in purple. Uh, who played in purple and who basically it's Southampton B, you know, and and look, look, there's a lot, there's a lot there. And Mate. if you want me to go into it, I will go into it, but I don't think it's a good can, idea. Can you imagine? Um, can you imagine? Uh, like, I don't know, let's say that you're uh, Dejan Lovren, or give me a Liverpool player who doesn't score all that often. Um, ah, uh, even even uh, Adam Blablana. Robertson, yeah. Robertson, the left back. Let's, yes, let's, okay. Let's, let's, let's have who him as an example. Who was at four right? goals? Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably in his career, maybe three or four goals. Imagine one of those three or four goals that you score is in that purple kit. Like, because mm. at some point, you're going to take the decision to show your grandkids. You can go, now, Robertson, where's he from Scotland? And he goes, hey, eh, come over here. Let me show you when, gra over there, when grandpappy scored a goal. Hey, <laughs> sit yourself down. Now, look at that. Ball High comes definition. over the top. And whack it in the back of the net. And then a lovely goal. Hey, grandpappy, why are you wearing purple? <laughs> hey, it's true. What a horrible kit you, that is. It's a horrible kit. I thought kit. you played for Liverpool. <laughs> I thought you played for... <laughs> 
<laughs> Mate, I know how strongly it's purple. you. It's fucking it. purple. It it was it was purple. It is purple. It's probably still in the washing machine right now. Thank you, Mr. Kitman. Um, and it was um a disastrous um uh, uh event event all round. Uh, we will talk about it a little bit, obviously, because it's very important for the title race. Uh, but along with that, uh, mate, it's uh, it was semi final FA Cup semi final weekend, um, uh, which w really produced one flat and one unbelievable match. Uh, uh, really, um, today we'll also be talking about um, uh, uh, the stupid racist situation that is going on in Italy and uh, how pathetic Banucci is and has been with uh, all of this stuff. Uh, there's been Premier League uh, um, uh, matches as well, which everybody seems to uh, uh, probably have forgotten about. <laughs> due to obviously to the, uh, to the FA Cup final, final weekend. And we'll also touch a little bit on Mike Dean as well, reaching his hallmark 100 red cards uh, and uh, uh, having it dished out to Ashley Young, which I think is awfully nice uh, as well. So, um, mate, let's get started. Let's get cracking. Um, what, uh, let's, look, I think we should probably start. What, what a game uh, 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 this evening between oh, Wolves and Watford. Mate, I'm very. I see, look, De, De Feo, Look, uh, let's. We'll, we'll get onto that we game go, in just one second. But, uh, I want to go straight there. I want to talk. <laughs> about, I want to talk about it now. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? You're going to talk about Troy Deeney. Is it upset you? Is that what you're going to talk about? No. <laughs> Troy Deeney always upsets me. He always does. God damn him. Um, no, no, no. It was just. It was just a little word for for, for Watford and how disappointed I was, really, because you know, two 0 up. You've got to administer Wolves, that better. Sorry, Wolves, sorry. Uh, they both start with a W, and so therefore this is going to be a constant uh, throughout this <laughs> section. Uh, Wolves, I just, I'm just, I'm really sad. I'm disappointed. You know they're my second favorite team. I'm not going to be, you know, crying uh, uh, for, for days on end. Not like it did against bloody the purple team. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I just, just you know, I, I was fully expecting Wolves to take uh, Watford to the cleaners, but, uh, but they didn't. Mate, they didn't. if, I think, you know, in this, in this modern world that we live in, where there's a lot of things going wrong and there's a lot of injustices, but I do feel that if you take a mask out of a goalpost and put it on your face, yes. you then deserve to lose. Yes. Sorry. Like, <laughs> like you know, that's, that's, that's wrong. One, to prepare it. Two, to get mm -hmm. it out. And three, well, there was, what, a half hour left? No. <sighs> Sorry, fella. Sorry, fella. You brought that. If I was back in the dressing room, I would not be having a go at that Dio Donka or whatever his name is, the guy who gave away the last minute penalty. I, that can happen. Yep. But you over there with the mask, tempting fate, you've ruined it for everyone. <laughs> you've ruined it for everyone. I've, I've invited kids and, and my mum's up there. And what should you get a mask out for? Leave it. <laughs> He's done it, hasn't oh, he? He did yes. do it. It was not. Not in that. It was like, what you cut the mask out for? What you do it for? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, he has pissed off a whole heap of Wolverhampton fans um, who I think, you know, deserve better after such an incredible season, really. They've done so, so well. And I think, you know, we, there was a lot of, all, all the pre-talk before this match was, you know, the fact that they, they, they won't be disappointed even if they do go out in the semi-final because it was a success. But the manner of, 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 of that, defeat I think was was a little bit of a hard one to take for Wolves fans and you're right it's the mask it is the, the mask, mask that did it I think I think it, it is was the mask. Yeah. it is the mask 
and it's that it is. Li- that little fella, mate, Gerard De La Feo. Mate, he's, oh. he's emerging Let's as get one of those that. players who plays for other teams that I quite like watching playing. Now, <laughs> clearly, he was upset at being left on the bench. He wasn't happy about it. Like, he wanted to play. And, yep. then, and yep. then he comes on. And, mate, oh, oh, oof, that first one, <laughs> mate, ooh. Like, because he's, mate, is there a chance that doing that will now be called doing a De La Feo? Like, cause mm. it's, I mean, he's like, he's gone like, eh. I'm like sorry, people, you're going to have to watch it on YouTube because I can't describe yep. it with words. Yep. And for those who haven't seen it, I'd say about 16 yards, the ball comes to him. He's like at the top of the edge of the area and he's gone for the postage stamp, but he hasn't just like opened up and curled it. He's like, ca- like caress punched the left, the right hand side. And it's, it's, a, it's a weird it's one. Like you a have to see it. Or something, isn't it? It's a bit of yeah. a golf chip. It's like almost like a, um, and you you can actually only see the technique from one angle, yeah. Uh, because the, there's three or four different angles that you have a look at, and it just it doesn't quite do it any any it doesn't do it any justice at all. It just looks like he's just sort of curled it into the top corner, but the Which angle is from behind. If he, I mean, if he Which had just done the goal. traditional body open up in step, yep. set yep. it wide and hope it curls back in. If he'd done that. Yep. That would have been fine. But he didn't do that. He did a new thing. He did a new thing that the kids are doing. It feels like an Instagram, like a Twitter thing. Like it's a new thing, mate. It's new. It's different. It's new. What is that? It's It's new. It it was, well, it's a Delefeo. He did the the Delefeo. We'll we'll stamp it here right now. That's it. It's a G (laughs) Delefeo. GG. It's a GD. It kind of looks like, I guess, I guess his body looks like a G, you know, you could do it, you know, he's yeah, sort yeah. of opened himself up a little bit and, uh, um, but yeah, he, he's, he's, he's put as much spin on that as he possibly can, right? By doing that. That's what he's done. He's, uh, 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 like you said, he's opened up his body and he's gone for the curler, but that little kind of flick that he does at the end, just, it, it re-emphasizes the spin, you know, as if it's not spinning enough, it yeah. gives it even more. You know, and uh, and I think it was I think it was very very good. I think it was uh, yeah, it was a quality goal, quality 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 goal. Um, backed up uh, uh, by by the by the winner, which I think he deserved in the end. Uh, uh, Mate, but let's talk yeah. a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about Troy Deeney because oh, I know God. you don't you don't like him, but I'm mate, not a fan. you know that. Not, yeah, I know, but I think <laughs> think he's like if you were a Watford fan. You'd adore him. You'd absolutely. And <sighs> do you know what I like about him? Is that penalty meant something to him? Like it, <laughs> like it meant a lot. And and I'm kind of glad he scored it because had he missed it, I think he would have just mentally completely broken down. Like no <laughs> yeah, one they would never see Cordelli again. <laughs> no one, no one wants to see a grown man who has kids have a mental yeah, breakdown on live television yeah. in front of a huge... <laughs> no, like, no one wants to see that. So I'm glad he did score it. And then he gave it the Troy Dini Tardelli, the Troy Deli. Yeah. Oh! The Troy they, Deli. I like they, it. You <laughs> do know how much I love it when a player, you know, <laughs> just lets go of the emotion. You know, Marco Tardelli famously said about that celebration of his in the 1982 World Cup final, when coincidentally he scored a goal to put out the Germans, just put mm-hmm. it on. Germany uh, down. 
Tardelli said he remembers hitting the ball and then he can't remember the rest of it. Like people oh. show him clips of it and he's like, I don't remember. I just don't remember. Wow. And, mate, and wow. that's what football should be. And with is, Troy Deeney gave us just a little bit of that today, just a, just a little bit. And then... <laughs> a little taster. Just yeah. a little taster. And then your friend and mine on the third goal, Ilemo Gomez. Oh, oh, Gomes. Oh, he did as well. <laughs> Gomes, as I've always affectionately Gomes. called him. I'm sorry, that's not how you spell Gomez. You spell Gomez with a Z. His name's Gomes. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, and he's going homes soon, it Gomes. Is. He's soon so going is... homes and Gomes and like and he proper goes for it. Mate, do you think do you think he really that, does when that happens? Because like goalkeepers have a long history of really celebrating. Like like True. it's it's a weird thing to me. Maybe it's in the psychology of goalkeepers, but how often down the years have you seen a striker score a goal and then we see this we see the keeper pumping the fist, yes. the keeper going nuts? Because and I think it's because, especially like imagine you're Edison, right? Let's imagine mm. you're Edison or Allison yep. or or you know, either one of those, maybe even Terstegen. Imagine you're Terstegen. Like yep. 90 minutes. I'm going to say 75-ish of those minutes, you can have a chat with the people behind the goal. Like, yeah, it's true. With the, you know, with the ball boy, you know. The, the physio, the the physio has to treat someone, uh, uh, yeah, on, in the corner. And when he comes past, you have a little chat, you know, because he yeah, has well, to go past back to the... You're kind of yeah. like a spectator. And it's like, that's why I think they get really into the celebrations because they're like watching the game like what I is. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in many ways, yeah. <laughs> and I think I think Gomes is Gomes is like you know he's been having a chat with the fellas and he's gone. I oh, fancy Delafeo to get one, and then the lads were going, Nah, Danny, Danny, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he proper, he proper went for it. I I like Hilario. Is that how I say it? Hilario. Uh, he, Hilario. Hilario. Oh really? Gomes, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, because he's uh. He's Brazilian. Because he's Brazilian, so it would be slightly different. But yeah, yeah I'm sure it's Eladio Gomez, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, yes, yes. Anyway. Uh, you. I'm sorry. Hilario. Hilario Gomes. Oh. Yeah, it must be Hilario. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm looking up. It's, it's spelled Aurelio. It's spelled Aurelio. So it's probably Aurelio. I'm sorry. Aurelio anyway, Gomes. Go. Uh, and he was very happy and he scored and Watford go through and mate for mate. The, the good of yeah. football for the good of yes. the world I hope they find a way to beat Manchester City don't you oh God. well I mean it, it, in many ways I'm because uh, you know because I'm getting over the whole kind of Wolves thing and uh, uh, but with, with all of that in mind with everything with the history especially with Gomes as well because he's he deserves it and uh, uh, I, I almost think that this was a, a swan song in itself, you know. I mean, if they don't make it through, I'm sorry, they won't. You know, they're not going to beat Man City. I mean, who is? Who is going to beat Man City this year? There's nobody. That's it. Now they've lost their their fill of matches. That they're, they're just not going to lose against anybody. I don't think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll talk about that in a second as well. Um, but uh, no, I I'm, I'm with you though. I think for the good of football, for the good of football, it'd be nice if Watford did a Leicester. 
Oh. And, uh, you know, and... Or a Wigan. Just... Do you remember when Wigan beat Man City in the FA Cup yes. final? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, like, you know, something like that is, is always good. And it's the whole magic of the FA Cup. You remember in the last couple of seasons, actually, there's been the, this, this big debate on the magic of the FA Cup. It's not really as magical anymore because we're putting reserve goalkeepers, we're putting backup teams, we're putting youth teams playing out there, we're doing the Wenger, you know. So, like, it's it's... It, 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 but it, in, in the last year or two, I felt as though there, the magic has come back, but in different ways, you know, in different formats. And uh, and I think, um, uh, you know, one debate is is, is the, the Wembley thing, for example, should the matches, should the semifinals be play, being played at Wembley? And, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, and I, but I, I love it. I mean, for the, the, you know, the atmosphere at Wembley when it's packed, when it's full, which of course you guys, when you were there, obviously were you know, a bit rare to see. Mate, but anyway. The, the, the um, first, uh, oh, shut it, slide dig, I saw that. The first, the first semi-final, mate. Man City didn't fill up their end, and to my mind, yeah, which was that should that means should, they should start with a goal, a goal less. A goal less. All right then. Yeah, that's the penalty, is it? Or or at least Simbin someone, Simbin David Silva yeah. for five. We get to pick De Bruyne. Yeah, De, De Bruyne. You don't play for the first ten minutes. That's it. Sorry, yeah. buddy. You only come on in ten minutes. Well, and and the other thing is, <laughs> Sterling famously bought five hundred seats. So, like, if that's very true. If Sterling hadn't done that, then there'd be even fewer people in there. Dear, oh dear. You know, I mean, that's. Uh, are you going to work it out as a percentage of of eight thousand? Well, it's half. It's ninety thousand seat stadium. So let's say there's ten thousand ish for hospitality and all that stuff. So that gives Come us. On, he's going for it. He's going 80, for it. Eighty thousand. There's forty thousand each. So of Man City's yep. application. Raheem Sterling, 40,000, 4,000 would be 10%. Remember, we're not good at maths, but you're giving it a good go. You go for it. Like, he's pretty much responsible for, like, just over 1% of Man City's allocation. (laughs) By himself. Well done, Raheem, there on that one. Mm. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful gesture. That was very credible. I think what, what he did was fantastic. Um... But yeah, no, they're, they're, uh, I'm, I'm with you with that Sinbin thing. I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The ref, the ref <laughs> should look around and go, oh, hang on, empty seats up there. Who's are those? Yep. Oi, Pep, those are yours. Right, choose one yeah, of them. Those are yours, Pep. One of them's not starting the game. <laughs> uh, Mendy, <laughs> Edison, out. Pep's speaking <laughs> about He barely does anything anyway. Mate, Huddersfield gave, gave him a game. Uh, and I, I felt a little Brighton. bit sad. I just uh, Brighton, Brighton. Huddersfield, uh, they're, not, they're not around anymore, are they? They're just not around. They're like a, an old movie uh, that no one watches anymore. Gone with the wind. Um, poor old Huddersfield, who are down uh, along with Fulham. Uh, they didn't get anywhere near it. Uh, Wait, Brighton, it was Brighton. Brighton, Brighton, focus. Brighton. Yes. Uh, and I... I I felt I felt bad for Brighton. I, thought, I felt you know because I thought they gave him a good they gave him a good run, and you know for periods of the game you thought oh, they could just get back into it. I mean there was the usual sustained pressure uh, that was um, you know that, that's that's typical and classic of Man City possession, um, but it just always felt like uh, they were gonna they were okay you know and they would they, they'd be able to get back into it. So it was, it was quite yeah quite there sad. was one was quite there was one clearance from Laporte underneath the crossbar that. Like that's right, yeah. Glenn, Glenn Murray, and I think that was Brighton's one big chance. It was a it was a dull 
it was a dull game. Uh, to give mm. you to give you this like uh, the summation of the game in my household, uh, the missus. What 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 are you watching? Oh, I'm watching the FA Cup. Oh, what's that? It's, it's like it's the semi-final. Oh, I see. Okay. Oh, look, there's a goal. Yeah, there's a goal. Manchester City scored already. This is probably over. I wonder if I should watch the watch the um, the Munich versus Dortmund game. Oh, do I really want to uh-huh. watch German football? Uh, not ever. The misses. I'm going out. I'm gonna you know go run some errands and stuff. Okay, okay, okay. Off you go. See you later. Bye. Misses comes back. Oh, it's still 1-0 then. I'm like, yeah, it is. Should have watched that German game. <laughs> That's it. Beautiful. Absolutely perfect. <laughs> perfect summation, really. Because you really should have watched the German game. Um, we'll get on to that German game a little bit later. Um, but yeah, FA Cup final. It was, uh, it, it, was, it was a wonderful weekend of semi-final football. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy that it happened. You know, and uh, that it happened in the way that it did. I mean, we, we can only, as partisan uh, supporters of neither team and, uh, um, you know, supporters of the teams that we do support, uh, wish for a, a Watford win um, come May. I think May. the world wants a Watford win. Name me one, one person who, other than the supporters of Manchester City. Outside of, yes. Who, who else wants, wants a- Man City to win? Who? Oh, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, football purists out there that are looking for them to do the quadruple. You know, and no. we're, we're waiting for something big. No, yeah, no they wait, can't do waiting. the quadruple. They cannot. Do, they cannot do the quadruple, mate. I know. Why you're not? Like, I... No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't know. No, I don't. Know. I, for me, have got something inside of me that is hoping that they do. Explain why that is. Tell me. Tell me why I'm feeling this emotion. I know what it is. It's for the same reason that everyone kind of wanted Roger Federer to win that whatever it was, like the ninth Wimbledon or whatever. Because everyone's like, oh, it'd be nice to see record, like a, like a thing we broke, like to see a record. Right. Watch it. And right, everyone right. loses sight of the fact that Roger Federer is a fucking robot. He's an emotionless, <laughs> vapid, cyborg experiment constructed by the Swiss military whatever there is never a good reason to support roger federer in anything ever but but that one match where he wins it and he breaks the record and everyone says goes okay you know what i kind of like it you're having the same thing happen to you now but remember mate manchester city is paid for by a state that does all these horrible nasty all right all right okay yeah Uh, and more to the point, more to the point, more important than that stuff, they're going to dominate mm-hmm. football for years, mate. You remember when Manchester United were winning everything all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. how horrible it was? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, we're yeah. looking at the beginning of here. And because it's just the beginning, you're immune to it. Give you three, four <laughs> years, mate, and you'll hate them. You'll want them to, ah, oh, you'll really, really want them to, to never touch a football again. May, 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 may. I'll tell you why that won't happen. And <clears throat> the reason why it won't happen is because um, Pep Guardiola won't be there. So he's, he'll, he'll be quitting in a couple of years. And uh, that's, he'll, that's he'll be what out we're all hoping out. for. That's what we're all hoping for. But what they've done is they've moved all of his mates there. All of them. I Gigi. know. I understand. And, and the yeah, other Kiki fella. There. And the other yeah, two fellas. And, yes. like, and he's all, he, he just put them all there. And he's like, <laughs> 
well, why would I go anywhere else? And look what happened when he went to Germany, away from his mates. Didn't like it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. long, that long haired no. doctor shouting at me. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Didn't like that at all. Won't be doing that. <laughs> Mate, it's uh, it's true. It's very, very true. But um, uh, and he has already stated that he will be there for at least another two full seasons, I believe. Um, uh, but I just, I, I can't, I can't see it much further than that. He's got itchy feet. Uh, he's the kind of man who's who's a bit of a family man. He wants to go out somewhere else. He's got the Etihad, the whole, um, the whole uh, Man City project thing going on. There's talk of him going to New York and coaching there uh, uh, to continue. <laughs> that project no i know yes but it, it, it you know to stay within the same sort of line um mind you i mean if if if, if his if his better half has got any sense uh then uh, she'll be she'll be saying you know you can't keep working for these guys you know you, it's it's i'm with you on that one i am with you on that one i think he should he should be really looking at uh at at himself in the mirror with, with, with that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, I really don't, <clears throat> I really don't say, see him there more than two years. And once he goes, I can't see uh, anyone coming in and, and, and replacing Mate. him in the four. No, no one wants to see a quadruple done. I think from now on, we're all Watford fans. We're all Liverpool fans. <laughs> and we're all Tottenham fans too. Because those are the three teams right. standing between them mm. and, the, and, the, and the, oh, the quadruple. Oh, Mate, then what is, right, is there okay. left to achieve? If they win the quadruple, what is there left to achieve? What? Get the quadruple again. A double quadruple? <laughs> A double quadruple. Um, mate, it's unprecedented. It's something that we haven't seen before, and it is something that I think, yes, like you said, I don't like want to it, maybe see it. it is. It's like the Ark of the Covenant. Thing, but, uh, it's like the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Don't open it. No, no. <laughs> All right, mate, let's take a break and uh, uh, let's take a break and come back and review the rest of the Premier League and weekend's matches. I wish these two were family men. That might inhibit their senses and then they'd just stop putting us all through the torture. Mate, we're back. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we're back. It is part two of Born Offside. Sometimes I forget that we, we have listeners, which, which we do. Uh, but I do sometimes forget. I just keep thinking that this is just a conversation think, between you and me about football. I um, think we should know. put that on the episode description notes. Born Offside. Sometimes I forget that we have listeners. <laughs> Done. Easy done. It's just I a think bit it's text. actually more accurate. No, it more there. accurate to say sometimes I remember that we have listeners. <laughs> it is so true. I just can go. Uh, you know. Well, you know, with, with, uh, with us, to be totally honest, we we can go on, you know, and we do forget, uh, and and we do just sort of rabbit on about whatever it is that's on our in, minds. We can also and, be inaccurate and yes, and vulgar, annoying. Uh, um, pessimistic, uh, non yeah yeah all of those all of those. Um, but uh, uh, mate, we, there were some uh, there were some matches on the weekend, uh, some Premier League matches, and I think mm. we need to start very quickly at the Friday night one at St Mary's, where Liverpool jumped back up to the top of the Premier League. This this Premier League uh, uh, title race, mate, are you enjoying it? Are you enjoying this Premier League title race? I am enjoying the title race. I am enjoying the the race for the top four. 
Uh, the relegation mm-hmm. battle's a bit bit boring this year. Two teams down already. <laughs> it is a bit boring. It's very true. It is a bit boring for people who are not involved. Uh, uh, for people but, who like, have got some kind of emotional involvement. Do you remember that Premier League season where all three all three spots were open? Do you open right until the last day. Last and, day, and I think I mean, it was like five yeah. five teams could three out of five were going down, and it was. Oh, mate. That hasn't happened in a long time, has it? It's uh, and it would be nice. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. This this year we've got the derby. Uh, uh, we've got the uh, you know got Huddersfield who who are absolute. I'm just I'm I'm st- I'm a little bit in shock as to how a, a a Premier League team can go under the radar so much. You know, <laughs> just like I have no. under the radar in completely the wrong sense, uh, but in the sense that uh, like I didn't. I don't know what happened there. I just, I don't even, and I hate to say it, it's not that I don't care because it's not, I'm not a football fan in many ways. Obviously, it's extremely sad uh, for a team, especially like Huddersfield, who have worked so hard, you know, to get to the position they are in, who were able to seemingly establish themselves as, a, as, a, as an okay, uh, a solid mid-table, mid-to-lower-table team. But this year, wow, the rails came off, didn't they, for them? So uh, it, it, really, it, it was quite sad. Um, and Huddersfield uh, 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 also played on the weekend, uh, uh, losing 4-1 to, uh, uh, um, to Brendan Rodgers' Leicester. Uh, so that was another, another nail in the already nailed down coffin. Um, but uh, uh, we, we can get onto that a little, a little later. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it is, you're right, the, there's only one more team uh, uh, to go. Um, it might be boring for you. But it's uh, yeah, it's a little bit a little bit emotional for for myself, obviously, and I'll try to keep my head above it all uh, as much as I possibly can because well, um, well, when mate, we're down I, there, I don't, we already discussed we already discussed that we you know the world wants the world wants Liverpool's and Watford's and whatever's to win. So talk a little bit about that rele- relegation. So Fulham are down, Huddersfield are down. Yep. Give me the points. Yep. What what are we looking at? Cardiff are in the, currently in that third relegation spot, right? Well, you, you'd like to think that it's, it's, it's going to be Cardiff, you know. Um, everyone would points. like to give think the, it's going to be... Points. How many points <laughs> they got? Uh, Cardiff, well, there's five points uh, different. So Cardiff on 28, um, Southampton on 33. So uh, uh, Same uh, amount Brighton of games are, played. Same amount of games played. Brighton are on 33 as well, but they've got a game in hand. So um, uh, Newcastle have been dragged back into it. And, um, and it's about blimmin' time. Uh, I was hoping Burnley would be the other team because they were on a real spiral. But uh, they've come up with two wins on the trot. Um, and, uh, and, and they seem to have just started to crawl their water a bit now. So um, it's, it's, it's really between Southampton and, and, and Cardiff. I, I can't see any other team coming anywhere near uh, near it, uh, other than possibly Brighton. They're, they're not on a great run, um, uh, although they did, they did win uh, their two previous matches before losing the two previous matches. So, you know, th- there is possibility. But the, the thing that worries me is that Everybody seems to be talking about Southampton in this. Um, Southampton being too good to go down. Uh, uh, they're on a good run of form. Uh, they're 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 going to be able to, to 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 make it. There's no there's no problem. I mean, even Southampton fans uh, that I've I've been speaking to as well have been very much like, oh, we're pretty much we're pretty much there. You know, we're pretty much there. Don't like don't. That is just so unbelievable. I can't believe it. And there's there's voices of, of the you know. 
what people might distinguish on the South Coast anyway as voices of reason uh, within the club who are saying the same thing as well. We're safe. People are saying we're safe already. There's five games to go and we've got... Um, Sorry, six games. Six games to go. Six games to go, and you're five points in front of Neil Warnock's Cardiff, mate. If I'm sorry, yes. but if you get relegated from there, you're rubbish, like, mate. Yeah, but but there's you know Southampton have been rubbish for the last two seasons, and okay, yes, we've got a good manager in place, but he hasn't got the experience, uh, uh, not in the Premier League anyway. He's got experience in the Bundesliga of of bringing teams away from relegation zones, which is great, but he hasn't got the experience in the Premier League, so we've got to be careful with that. Um, this is, it's just, it, it just reeks a little bit because Cardiff on paper have got the, the tough run in. They've got, they've got a really tough run in. They've got uh, uh, Liverpool to Hang go. On, so so you're at least telling we, me here, there's six games left. You're five points in front of them and they've got the harder run in and you're still worried. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. Yes. Yeah. Well, what, fair enough. I don't understand. What, what the hell, you know, um, we, <laughs> uh, we, 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 we've got Wolves at home coming up. Um, we've got Newcastle away, uh, um, we've got Watford away, and we've got Bournemouth at home. So, like these these matches are not not gimmies, you know. They they really Bournemouth are. Bournemouth at home is a uh, gimme. So it, it, <laughs> you'd like to think so. You really would. Uh, Wolves, you know, off the back of that defeat today, will may be there for the taking. That's next Saturday. Um, we uh, the Southampton fans that I've been speaking to have been. Uh, feeling very confident uh, uh, of winning that. And, um, you know, and I, I think, well, you know, they, they, it could be. We've then got West Ham away, uh, which, you know, is also a good one for us. And then on the last day of the season, we've got Huddersfield at home. All right, now give me um, Cardiff's running. Now Cardiff's... <laughs> Cardiff are on a, on a tougher run. So they've got, um, uh, they've got Burnley coming up. Now that's a massive Big one, and that's away from home. That's a, that's a turf moor. Uh, they, they've got Brighton away. Um, you know, so that's, that's also a big game. So that's at the Amex. They've really, got to, they've really got to, you know, gun for that. If they get no points out of those ones, um, then, you know, okay, because they've got Liverpool next. So hopefully they won't get any points out of that, uh, those either. They've, get, they've then got Fulham, Fulham away. <clears throat> Well, of course, we all know Fulham are down, but when the shackles are off, when the shackles are off, you know, teams can suddenly come to the, uh, to the fore. Um, and then their last two games are Crystal Palace at home. Um, now, Crystal Palace by that time will probably not really have much to fight for. They may even leave Zaha out. I don't know. Whatever. I don't think so, though, because he'll be, he'll be fighting to try and get into that England squad for the summer. Um, and then their last game of the season is Manchester United at Old Trafford. So... It's not the look, worst running. I thought you were going to go... City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, but like it's no, that's Burnley's uh, run-in. Uh, Burnley have got an absolute stinker, but with these points now that they've amassed, they're on thirty-six now. I can't really see them uh, 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 sort of being dragged back down into it. Not unless we get and and other teams around us get a good couple of wins. So um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm they're definitely not safe yet. Burnley, fair enough. But uh, but from what I can see, it really is just Southampton against Cardiff uh, now. And uh, if Southampton go around talking around in the town saying, you know, the things that they're saying, oh, we're safe, we're safe. You know, it's just so naive. It's so naive. It's almost like this this generation of Southampton fans didn't live through uh, through the last decades of hell that we had. You know, I mean, the Letizia days. I mean, everyone talks about how fantastic Letizia was. Um, we were constantly 
constantly just above that relegation line for years and years and years and years. And, you know, it was rare that we were able to get anywhere away from that. So I can't believe that they're doing this. Um, Burnley have got, I'll just read it off to you very quickly. Burnley have got Cardiff at home, obviously, uh, as we discussed. Chelsea away. Tough. Um, they've got Man City at home. Very tough. Uh, then, then they've got Everton away. Tough right now. And then, uh, and then they, finish, uh, they finish with Arsenal at home. Oh, yeah. So Burnley so, really need to win that game against Cardiff. That's a big match. When's that? Very big. Very, that's, uh, that's next Saturday. That's next Saturday. So that's, uh, that's a, a, I would say that's the thigh robber of the weekend, I reckon. No, it's going to be uh, turgid, uh, horrible, yeah. nasty football. But it is in terms of like, <laughs> in terms of the importance of the game, it's, it's rubby, rubby thigh. Thigh rubby. Rubby thigh time. Rubby, rubby thigh time. Yes, indeed. Um, it's, whether it comes down to goal difference at the end of it or not, it could well do. Southampton have got a, a, a pretty good goal difference compared to uh, Cardiff and Burnley. And, uh, oh, no, Burnley were, were, were pretty similar, but Cardiff are down on minus 33 and we're on minus 17. So, um, in, in, in terms of goal difference, we, we should, be, should be okay. But we're talking, yeah, those five points, you know. And, mate, Neil Warnock. Uh, should we talk a little bit about him very quickly and then sure. go off for a break and come back and talk about the champion, uh, not Champions League, about the, about the Premier League running, which I thought we were going to do first, but we won't. Um, mate, Mike, uh, 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 I, I do feel a little bit for, for, for Cardiff's situation, uh, but was uh, Neil Wardnock right in coming out and saying that the things that he did about the referee after the match? I'm, I'm assuming you saw this. Uh, he came out and he said, that his, his wife the very next day apparently said that if he'd gone over and socked him one, uh, she would have forgiven him. Um, I, I don't know if you saw that or not. But, and this yes. was the day... This is, this is a woman who's chosen to marry a man who believes that red cards are only appropriate in a situation where someone <laughs> is in danger of dying. So, like, Neil Warnock's well, did, is He not, didn't die, did he? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't endangering it wasn't anyone's life. It was yeah, threatening, like, come on. Uh, mate, Still. the stare down, the stare down in the sentence circle. Um, uh, did you see that? I saw it. I wasn't yep. all that surprised. Neil Warnock, it's kind of what he does. He whinges about referees. It's, he does. Know, it's tired and boring and, oh, let's just hope. Well, we've had a season. Goes down. We've had yeah, yeah, we've had a season of it. Um, I hate to, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm also, and this is a very, very touchy subject, and I, I think it's very difficult. And I, I don't like bringing this kind of stuff up, especially because of the seven listeners that we've got. Uh, may take umbrage onto it. I don't think they would. Um, but I'm not happy with the with the uh, Salah situation. I don't think I, I'm. I'm really not happy with this. I know I'm only seeing, I'm not seeing. I haven't, I haven't done enough research in, into it, but the. Signals coming out of the Cardiff camp uh, for that are making me feel a little bit sick to the stomach um, because, and I think it was, I can't remember who it was, but on a rival podcast that we've got, there was uh, uh, somebody who came out and spoke very openly about it. And I agreed with her as well. I'm sorry, I forgot her name. Um, but she was saying like, first of all, there's the, the whole indignity of it. Uh, you know, he was he was a Cardiff player. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the shirts were made up. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, I mean, they, they, they had vigils for him in, 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 in Cardiff city center. Uh, they had uh, moment silences uh, for him. Okay. Fair enough. There were many 
grounds around the country that had moments of silence, um, uh, minute silence before the matches uh, because of that as well. But I mean, Warnock flew out to Argentina uh, uh, with uh, uh, with delegates from uh, from Cardiff. Um, it was he he was a Cardiff player. He was a Cardiff player, and the bounce that they got back off that. I'm not just saying this because Southampton were one of the teams that were affected by it because they were. Uh, um, but the bounce that they get got back of it, they got like, you know, two, two or three really great results off the back of um, of, of this Mo Salah thing, and it just seems like that they they rode the Mo Salah. Um, uh, I, I felt that I, I felt that already a little bit as well because. He, you know, nobody had seen him play in a Cardiff shirt. Nobody had uh, uh, um, witnessed a, a, him, uh, you know, playing for Cardiff, and it it, it felt it did feel a little bit strange uh, that that Cardiff were putting what they put into it, but they did it well. They did it admirably. Everybody was on their side, and now to come over and say that they're not going to pay for the money for for the player, I think is, I don't know, I don't know. What's your view? I don't. I I I think it's just. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's deplorable. It's sick. The man got on a plane because they chose to buy him. Pay for him. Ah, like, it's, it's just for me. It's uh, like it's it's really is a, with me. No, a no brainer. Like you're, you, you said me there. we would like to purchase that player. No, it's just a no brainer, mate. We want to purchase that player. That player then gets on the plane, very tragically passes away, and yes, it's it seems a bit weird that the the pilot wasn't licensed to fly at night. Lala. Don't allow him to get on a plane that you're not happy with him getting on. Do your yeah. job properly. Like, but what they're going on is they're going on a technicality, saying that uh, he wasn't he wasn't you know fully fully registered. This is they're going on a Premier League side of things. They're not even. Uh, it's just it's, it it makes me really yeah it makes me really rather sick. And you know how how they can sleep at night with with that. I I, I don't know. I just I just feel a little you know and. I'm not really one for saying, you know, get, get their just rewards and, well, I hope they get relegated because of that, you know, because that's not, that's not anything, you know, that's, you know, that's nothing to do with, with the just rewards and stuff and everything. But I do feel a little bit like, you know, they, 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 they rode that and, and now for the fact that they're not doing this, they've gone down in my estimation as a football team, as a club uh, um, and, and Warnock as well, you know, and, uh, and I think that what he did here was, Way worse than anything else that he's done uh, throughout the season. I mean, he's he stayed relatively quiet. I think most of the season hasn't he? Really, uh, he didn't really uh, uh, didn't really make that much noise. Not as much noise as we since, thought he would. Since when the we... death death for red cards thing, he's been quite quiet. He has, he has. Um, all right, mate. Let's. Uh, uh, I think I think we move away uh, from from this and uh, let's move on to. Uh, let's, let's have a little bit of a break, and why don't we come back and talk a little bit about the title race and the race for the top four. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if they just had a break, forever? Like, forever. I know I'd just like to break their faces. Maybe I'll put my Neil Warnock face on and smack them. You're on. And I am on. And I am welcoming everybody back to the fact that I am on. What am I on? Mm. Fire? Drugs? No. Drugs. A sexual roller coaster ride from heaven? I'm on that. Is there no. a sexual roller coaster ride somewhere? Football, like podcast, anywhere. Football, like, podcast, like, please. Get on with it. Like, football. No? <laughs> podcast, football. Like, 
I'm just putting it out there, you know, just sort of curious. It's curiosity. It's nothing else. Just, you know. Um, uh, welcome back, everybody. And uh, <laughs> we've had uh, a very uh, a very interesting uh, a Premier League weekend, uh, along with the semifinals of the FA Cup as well. And um, um, <clears throat> and basically, what, what have we had? We've had... Uh, We've had Liverpool climbing back up to the top of the uh, of the Premier League with a one uh, uh, with with a um, with a win. Yes, against <laughs> a team the win with a win. With a win against a team uh, that they, uh, in, in all fairness, probably deserve to win on the balance of the game. I thought it was 50 I thought if we come out with a draw, it would have been okay. Um, then um, it would have been fine. Um, mate, you bear with me just one second, Willie, if you if you don't mind. I'm wait, I'll fill. And talk about the tile. Okay, you you fill. You, you fill. You fill. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. So the title race. Um, yeah, I really just hope Liverpool win it. And the reason that I hope Liverpool win it is because, as I've previously stated already, Manchester City are going to get ninety plus points more or less every year, and they're going to win the title for years and years on end. And I don't want to see anything happen. Mo Salah's goal was a bit weird. Jordan Henderson scored in purple. I don't, I don't know, the, 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 I don't care. Sorry, Sorry. I missed what I care. Said. What? Good. Yeah. <laughs> the conclusion was, the conclusion was that I more or less don't care. Mate, let's talk about the top four. <laughs> of course you care about that. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm actually not all that worried about that because Arsenal went and bottled it, didn't they? they didn't went, they just? They went away to Everton. And they went 1-0 down. And unlike the mighty Tottenham Hotspur, who responded to going 1-0 down at away to Everton by scoring six, <laughs> Arsenal <laughs> scored none. <laughs> Tottenham are on a, 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 a bit of a streak as well. Um, three defeats in their last um, five, uh, obviously, is not very good. Um, yes, but you yes, do no, feel no, as though Tottenham are turning a little bit of a team in the Sorry, world. Buddy. The only Sorry. team yeah. in the world with a 100% record in their own stadium. We have won 100% of games in our stadium. No team other than us has even scored a goal in our stadium. It's, uh, it's, it's perfection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is, uh, it is, is pretty amazing, and we can talk about that in, in just a second. My Arsenal did bottle it to a certain uh, Monsieur Philippe Jarielka, which is obviously from France. He must be. Well, I, I, I have no idea where that name comes from. Uh, um, uh, Jarielka could very much be a continental name. And uh, be, uh, honest, Philippe, be honest, Philippe. Did you think that, that Phil Jarielka had retired? Because I thought he might have. I, I, <laughs> I think I texted. Something along those lines this morning to you as well. I'm like, who? Phil? What? Phil? He's he's still there. He's still kicking up. Isn't he a bit of a? I mean, he's he's a, of the generation of the of the Smallings and Joneses, isn't he? I mean, he should still be uh, uh, rock and rolling, and he's he's a bit of a. Or is no, he more in the Lescott sort of area? Is the Cahills and Lescotts for me? He's the Cahill Lescotts, right? Okay, he's oh my goodness. I don't know. I thought I really felt like he was still. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's um, anyway. So he's 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 back. Obviously, he is. he's back, and he's scoring <laughs> goals to put Arsenal back in their place. 
<laughs> well, I believe uh, um, uh, uh, I believe he he only came on uh, or he only played because of an injury uh, to um, uh, who was who was he? I think somebody else was injured basically at the last minute, uh, possibly in the warm up or something like that. But he came in and he's he's played because of that. And I'm sure Monsieur Le Silva, Mr. Bush, is uh, is extremely happy at that as well. So they've um, done quite well. Uh, it's, they haven't they Everton? It's like a, a decent little run they've been on. They've they beat, have they've beaten, um, Chelsea, they've beaten Chelsea recently and now they've beaten Arsenal. They're rapidly emerging as one of my favourite teams, Everton. <laughs> well, they needed it. They needed it because Silva was under the cosh. And, uh, you know, he, had, he, he, he was getting some bad results. Uh, he wasn't really producing the consi- kind of consistency that he, he really needed to produce. Um, so it's, I think he, he really needed that. And um, I'm, I'm happy for him. Obviously, from a, from a Portuguese perspective, he's one of the nicer Portuguese managers out there. Um, He's come under a lot of uh, stick as well, being labelled with that same uh, uh, brush of, of of not being able to get past game. 30. Is it thirty three or thirty four? You know, once it gets to game thirty three or thirty four, then you know it, the whole the whole thing just falls. Um, but it's nice to see the Everton board um, stick with him. Although I'm saying that now, but like. <laughs> Who knows? In like five games, he could be he could be out the door. Um, but I think it would be a shame. I think it's he is. I don't like this phrase. Oh, they should give him another season. I, I, I you know, they should give a manager another. Season. I don't like that phrase. I don't. I don't like you. I don't usually like that phrase. But I think in this case, um, you know, I think he hasn't done as as badly as many people think or not as well as people might have hoped as uh, as well he's come off the back of of having to inherit a team that to be honest i think sam allardyce probably really screwed up and threw down the shitter i think coman put the basis the foundation in there but something something happened with coman uh where he just wasn't able to get anything out of out of the players in the second season and they obviously he must have fallen out with with with, with i don't know i don't know I'd, I'd be very curious to find out what he thinks went wrong because it went horribly horribly wrong um but I, I i don't think it was i don't think it was the team selections fault as such. There was there was good players that were in there. And Sam Allardyce just came in and just went, I'll oh, just continue doing this, but I'll put a bit more kind of fun into training. Um, and, uh, and and then he, he, he was able to, to make them finish in eighth. But the signs were there of a deteriorating team, much like the Manchester United team when Alex Ferguson left. It was, it was in free fall. And Silva has come in and had to do some patchwork first, and I think yes, he's he's now hopefully going to be given a, a shot at uh, at getting through um, uh, through to to the next season. So fingers crossed on that one. Uh, they're up to the ninth. Um, uh, they're in that. Uh, uh, Big scrap for seventh place, mate. That's another scrap for seventh. Uh, for, you know, another, another interesting scrap there because the race it's very seventh. rare. Yeah, it's very very rare that we we. F- have any kind of interest in a mid mid even top to mid table kind of uh, a battle there right usually it's like nah, meh, whatever maybe there's one runaway in seventh or whatever but that fight that between Leicester Wolves Everton and Watford has been going on for months now it's been those four mate. teams ding-donging between mate. them it's just you know mate yeah there's no such thing as the race for seventh <laughs> <laughs> 
It's it's not a thing. All right, okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we're not. Or as they famously not. call it, is it is it on the Guardian? They call it the Everton Cup uh, uh, yes. in there as well. <laughs> all right, okay. And sorry, we veered away from the battle for the top four, which is far more interesting, mate. Top. Um, um, in pole position now, would you say? Um, they're all on the same amount of games. Um, Man United's on a bit of a spiral. Solskjaer not really knowing what he's doing. Can't hey. believe he's got the job. His missus was hoping. Oh, his missus I was hoping he go you. back to Norway. You know? I think I texted yeah. you when they appointed Oleg on Solskjaer full-time. I think I texted you. Mate, they finally appointed him full-time. I can hate Man United again. And can I just say, <laughs> what an awful, horrendous choice. You guys, idiot. The guys has managed Mulder and Cardiff. And like oh one of those God. he was crap at. He's had a few fluky results, and he's an absolute embarrassment of a choice, you bunch of numpties. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, very oh, well said. And uh, I've been you couldn't have said that for weeks. <laughs> Oh, it feels bad. Why did they? Why did they do it? Why did they do it now? Why didn't they wait till the end of the season? I mean, it's like giving everybody a really wonderful, very, very freaking early Christmas present. Because look at him now. I mean, their their run of form, uh, you know, is just it's just ridiculous. I mean, uh, uh, after having one out of the 11 matches that they played they've now lost two out of their last five um and you know and they were you know respectable sort of chances and opportunities to be able to play well they're gonna go out of the champions league right there's no chance um well they better anyway i mean yeah they probably will barcelona are now playing quite well so yes they probably will I, th- I think so. I, I don't think that, you know, Messi's in town, you know, uh, uh, he's going to be in town next week. So um, uh, I know you can say that every minute of every day. So for you, it's, it's, it's not much, but it's still a special thing when Messi goes to England and, uh, you know, irrespective of, irrespective of where he goes and plays. Uh, but yes, Manchester United have appointed Ole Gunnar Solskjaer as their, uh, as their n- not interim manager anymore, as their permanent manager on a three-year deal. Mate, is he the right-hand arm slash puppet of Alex Ferguson? Um, <laughs> and... And has Alex Ferguson gone senile and so therefore doesn't know how to give directions anymore and everyone believes that he's, he's doing it right? I don't know. I don't, I don't think we, we really want to get into the discussion of, of, of his tactical nuance and his tactical ability. Um, there are people out there in the footballing world who are waxing lyrical on Solskjaer. It'll be fun to watch the egg on their faces once they, first of all, don't qualify for the Champions League next year. And then second, be the ones who are spearheading that battle for seventh place for the Everton Cup. Yeah, um, idiots. Yeah. Love it. It won't be top six anymore. It'll be top five. It will. That'll be it. Everything. Everything. It will. It will. Um, but I, I thoroughly, <laughs> I thoroughly believe that. I, I don't know. I feel like Tottenham be okay because we've only got one hard game left, which is away at City, and then we've got a bunch of easy got stuff. Man United, haven't you? Nah, we played Man United Look, twice. No, I'm sure you've got two tough nah. games. Played Arsenal twice. Played Chelsea twice. Played Liverpool twice. Played Man United twice. The only thing, the only difficult game we've got left is away at City, and we've got five of our seven games at home, because you know we we front loaded the beginning of the season. Yeah, 
Yes. Yeah, you so, did, you bastards. Yeah. So Look, I'm, I'm not gonna quietly I'll let confident you... that we'll be all right because because um, Chelsea and United have to play each other, I believe. That's United, right. That's coming up. United also have to play City. And Arsenal have got a lot of away games and they're rubbish on the road. So I'm mm. kind of quietly confident that we'll be all right with that. What I'm very, very worried about, very worried about, is the Champions League quarterfinal, which is coming up day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Okay, because there's, there's, <clears throat> there's more implications on, on a defeat... Uh, and especially a, a certain manner of a defeat, aren't there, than just just being knocked out of the Champions League. There's that whole kind of, you're going to have to lift yourselves back up again thing uh, if, if you do go out. So that's... Well, and that's if you do go out, because we, we got on the end of a stonking. Exactly, like, yeah. I don't um, know how to beat Manchester City over 180 minutes of football. If it was nine <laughs> minutes, that's why you're not Mauricio That's why you're not the manager. <laughs> yeah, can you, imagine, can you imagine me? Right. I'm glad everyone's Call coming David. to this team meeting. I'm glad. Good to have you here, lads. Now, anyone got any ideas on how we beat them? Because I haven't got a fucking clue. Anyone? <laughs> Mauricio, sit down. Sit down. All right, this is my moment. All right, I've been given 180 minutes against Manchester City. You just sit down and just watch the pro, okay? Any Lance. ideas, fellas? Danny Rose. <laughs> and Any ideas? No, no. You get the whiteboard out. You go <laughs> Give it to David Silver. Give it to David Silver. <laughs> Nico, Nico, David, David, David. David, give it to David. And just But Bost or David I can Silver's just, on the edge. I can just show the show the show the um the dressing room footage of, of the Guardiola thing and then show it to them and go, Lads, what do you think he means here? When he keep when he when when he's proving that thing up there and he's shouting at them, what do you think he actually means? Who's it? Who near speaks Spanish? Sanchez, Sanchez, come here. You speak Spanish. Come here. What do you think? He's, I've got no bloody clue. All I can hear him say is go, Nico, 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 to David. Um, <laughs> the, um, mate, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a real, real tough one. Um, I'm not sure if we're coming back for for another podcast. I don't think we are. So we better preview, preview it now. Uh, um, mate, the, it's like it now. Yep. It's like in that episode of The Simpsons where Homer uh, is fighting for the heavyweight championship of the world. And his coach says to him, Homer, you've got to visualize how you're going to do it. And Homer visualizes the other man being struck down by a freak virus just as he walks <laughs> into <laughs> And of course he does not. No. Um, and- <laughs> But I am visualizing the man that like either it turns out they're all on drugs or yep. um, yeah, they all have a dodgy lasagna. That's a proven thing that works. That's, that's a proven, that could work. That could work. Yes. Um, it's time, isn't it? Time yeah. someone did something like that. <laughs> someone did that. Yeah. Like, or they just have an off day, but can they have two off days? Two off days, and especially with the first match being at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is named at the moment, is it not? Yes. Um, I, I think if, if it was the other way around, um, then um, it, you know we, we, we'd be talking about 
the, the possibility of, of coming back, you know, going there, Marie, I could see Marie as you were holding out for a draw or, or possibly just losing one or one nil, two nil, and then coming back. And, and with that fire that's, that's happening in that stadium, the possibility of being able to turn it round on its head. Um, I don't know. I, is it, it's, it's, some, it's, it's just something about Mary situation, isn't it really? What? Um, like, well, you know, the white stuff, you know, oh, so it's a little bit difficult to know exactly, what, you know, because it's very awkward and uncomfortable and, and difficult really to know which direction to, to go in. Do you attack them? Do you just go for it full fledged, bang, uh, and, and, and wish for the best and hope for the best? Uh, uh, or do you sit back and, and soak it up and hit them on the break, which Tottenham are not great at doing are they i don't think they're the best team in the world at, at hitting people on the break sunny's good yeah but he's the only one with, well him and him and rose are the only only two with any real pace i'd say and kane, kane kane's good at holding it up for them but then but you yes. know more can and like yeah no, more, I don't more know, is man. yeah more is quick but but does he have the the ability to? And as a team, as Mate, a unit, I I just I haven't seen many counterattacking goals. No, no, it's true. Yeah. It's that we don't score. I hate to say this, but the whole entire game rests a little bit on Momo Sissoko. Who, oh God, no! Don't do that. Don't. I'm sorry, but he's kind of privately you, been Tottenham's best player this year. Do you want to talk about Mo Sissoko's miss against Liverpool in the last minutes? Do you want to talk about that? Do you no. want to go back and talk about that? No. All right. Well, we'll leave it out then. No, he's not. But, okay? I mean, that's like, why we're going to lose. No, but, but if you no, watch him you... during games, he's like this big, beasty, marauding, like, and I think it's been Pochettino's genius. <coughs> Excuse me. Pochettino's genius. Poch just looked at him and gone, he's very big, big. quick, yeah. and aggressive on the ball. <laughs> But when he gets in front of goal, he's shit. I'll move him back. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I'll do. Mate, 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 when he's on the ball, he's, he's just comical. Because he, what happens in his brain is that he suddenly switches on and goes, I've got the ball, I've got the ball, I've got the ball, I've got the ball, I've got the, you know, and he goes, he goes into overdrive. No, because he can dribble. In such a way. He, can, he can dribble. Like the man can, yeah, as long the as man he doesn't can go on a roar. Yeah, but you mustn't think, though. That's the important thing. Don't give him too much time. All right? It's you almost give as him if time. You, like someone were to oh. tell him, don't pass it, don't shoot it, just dribble it straight into that <laughs> goal over there. Just go. <laughs> or, or to one of your players. Dribble towards one of your players and, and ask them to take it off you. Dribble towards Ericsson. Find Ericsson. Go towards him. And then, you know, take it off him, please, quickly. Unfortunately, I, that's not how space I, works. I, but yes, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Sissoko Musa. Me neither. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't. That's but the like, problem. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is, is it well, kind of rests on the Sissoko Winks axis in the middle. Um, and like, w- Winks is coming into it now. I, I, I've got a lot of high hopes for Winks now. Although, yeah, he's taken a little while to sort of get in. But that kind of position in that uh, central midfield area is not an easy one to go on. And he's been on a on a tough run as well with injuries and uh, um, uh, uh, with that incident where, where he lost his girlfriend and everything. But anyway, um, you know, so I, I have no idea, actually. I haven't, I haven't got a clue. 
but he, he probably did undergo some sort of emotional, you know, breakup and everything with his high school sweetheart or something. Uh, something's happened the way he hasn't been able, I don't know. He hasn't been able to get onto the scene, burst onto the scene, um, uh, earlier. For than, me, the worst thing about you know, Harry Winks is the fact that he's given up the opportunity to have the number 40 on his back. Because then he'd be 40. Okay. Right. See? <laughs> See? <laughs> Have you been thinking that up? Have you been thinking that up? No. You are terrible. You're terrible. You're going down the dad joke place. You, you be careful. I'm mate. sorry, but careful. the lad clearly has no sense of humor. Slope. He has it's a no slippery sense slope. Humor. Once you get on that, you will Put not get... Trust me. Take back. it from me. Take it from me. You'll, you'll never recover. Once you start going that way. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think it's very cool. Uh, and I love it, and I do. I do like the player, um, mate. Uh, we veered uh, uh, onto the Champions League from the top four. Uh, you're confident uh, uh, that you'll be able to make it. Uh, uh, let's just say, and I am confident that you'll be able to make it as well. Although, yeah, we don't. We're saying it right here. We don't want to tempt fate, obviously. And for once, I actually feel a little bit sorry because I think after the Liverpool match, I felt. I felt for you. I really did. You had a chance to win it, and then it was it was just turned on its head by, anyway. It's just very very annoying the Hugo Lloris thing. I don't know whether you still think he's 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 going to be there next season or not. Whether Pochettino might be thinking because as a manager, there's nothing more frustrating than seeing your goalkeeper do something like that. But anyway, uh, look, that's that's another issue. Um, uh, mate, if, if Tottenham are going to make it, uh, then who else out of Arsenal, Chelsea and Manchester United? Uh, firstly, who else would you like and uh, who else do you think is realistic? Who else would I like? I'd like Burnley to make it, I think, rather than yeah. any of those three. I think that little fella down there agrees with me. Um, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Uh, realistically, no, I was thoroughly in the Manchester United camp before they appointed uh, or they're going to full time, and now that they have, <laughs> ooh. I'm glad you're back on the hatred thing, man. It's been a while. Oh, it's been a it's been a while. Um, oh, well, obviously, uh, yeah, United. Sorry, I hate Chelsea and Arsenal more. I, 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 yeah, fair enough. United. Okay. Jess, Jesse Lingard, Marcus Rashford, young English players. Let's, All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Luke Shaw. Let's get them into a. Yeah, let's get them into a confident bubble so that they can do something uh, yes. uh, for England in the um, uh, in the UEFA Nations League. Uh, yeah, thanks, mate. Um, so that's um, all right. Okay, uh, <laughs> I think I've pushed pushed this boat a little bit uh, about as far as it can go, um, mate. Um, uh, maybe. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, now you have to go because <laughs> I'm just wrapping up. Sorry, mate. Um, mate, I think I think it's probably about, uh, about enough, really, uh, uh, for this uh, edition of Born Offside. It mate, is uh, just epi- quickly, just quickly look at the other Champions League games because so we've we've already kind of like done Barcelona, Man United. Yep, okay, we've done the yep, City yep, yep. Liverpool game. Uh, sorry, the City Spurs game. Liverpool will beat Porto. What's the other one? Oh, Ajax Juventus. Ronaldo Ajax Juventus. not likely yeah. to play. Um. Really? Is he not? Uh, didn't he play on the weekend? No, hang on. No, what he happened? was rested. He was rested um, on the weekend. Allegri because says, of the hamstring. Yes, Allegri says mm. he might play. But in the meantime, uh, Juventus beat Milan after going 1-0 down. Piontek scored yet again. Mm-hmm. And then Dybala um, yeah. fell over in the area. 
like just fell over <laughs> in the area and then as he does yep. and then scored the resulting penalty and then this fella this this fella Moises Moisey Keane Moises yes the man whose name is said a million different ways and none of them quite feel right Moses Keane <laughs> Moisey Keane Moisey Ken I've heard people call him Ken this Ken yeah Ken I like Ken Ken I like Ken and I think here lies the root of the problem in that Italians don't know how to say a name that doesn't end in a vowel. And so, <laughs> I'm not Kenno. quite sure. Kino. Kini. 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 Any one of these would be acceptable. Allegri. Canucci. Kian. Kian. I need another. Uh, well, neither, neither, neither does Piontek as well, though, does it? So, um, yeah, but it's not Italian. Like a very bad word in Korean, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, it does. Piontek. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they've, they're, they're obviously on fire, Juventus. I can, I can, oh, mate, that, it's, that would be an absolutely amazing match. I'm sorry. Like you look at you look at the Tottenham match. Okay, fair enough. Man United, Barcelona. Okay, fair enough. It's got all of its uh, uh, all of its things. But the, the 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 tie of the quarterfinal for me is definitely the Ajax Juventus match. I think it's Ooh, it's uh, for me. It's just got everything. Got this up and coming. Uh, uh, um, wonderful team uh that is ajax you know you've got these youngsters who are already pretty much on the books of leaving uh uh who all want to do something for the team that they they've probably loved since they were you know young nippers um you know coming up again got the evil nasty bastard racists (laughs) you've got ronaldo and all of that and then you've got the new new ramos of world football leonardo Bastard Bonucci. <laughs> who, a man, he is the new one. A man who, when he scores a goal, does, does a rinse your mouth out motion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then and decides then goes and criticizes. Chastise a young black man for daring to be racially abused. I mean, how dare he? <laughs> um, the, the apology that came out afterwards was what irked so many people even more wasn't it because he didn't actually apologize right uh he didn't actually come out and say that he was sorry for what he said he said i'd just like to clarify (laughs) that racism forms of racism except for my (laughs) own racism of any type (laughs) except for the one that i endorse you know (laughs) All racism is bad except for Bonucci racism, which is fine. <laughs> which is fine. Um, I, I think he's now Malegri. Malegri, I was going Malegri. Oi, Malegri. He's Malegri. Malegri. Malegri hasn't come. Hasn't covered himself in glory on this one either, has he? He has. No. Uh, he, he's been very stupid uh, as a manager. Juventus as a club has been very stupid. Uh, they they were really quite stupid, really, when the Ronaldo thing came out, in coming mm. out and saying anything at all. I think when we that said happened. that at the time, didn't we? That, that they've been. Yeah, quite yeah. Just just don't. You don't have any any evidence of anything that happened. Yes, he's your player. Yes, you want to back him. Yes, you don't want him to lose uh, 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 confidence. Uh, uh, you know, coming into the new season. Such a danger of that happening. Ronaldo yeah, exactly. For God's sake. 
but look, you don't, and you don't have to come out and condemn either. You don't have to come out and do either, but just sit on the fence for now because you don't have any of the details, you know, uh, uh, tell the world that you disagree. Um, mm. but, but don't come out and say we support, you know, and yeah. And it's strange for, for Juventus, uh, because obviously really you would expect it from, you know, Cagliari, right? Cagliari are the ones who are supposed to be in the limelight here. But Juventus have just turned it all onto themselves. It's now all about them. You know, okay, Cagliari obviously is still an issue and they have been an issue in the past with uh, with uh, uh, players already having walked off in the past. Um, but now it's all, about, uh, it's all about Bonucci and it's all about, uh, you know, I mean, what must that dressing room be like? Seriously, with the two of them. I mean... Ooh, you couldn't, I mean, it's a real, there's a real risk of splitting that, uh, that dressing room, you know, right down the middle, isn't there? Really? Blaise Matweedy Blaise Matweedy must be absolutely yep. livid. It was incensed. Absolutely. And rightly so, rightly so. Um, and I, but I can't even imagine, I really cannot even imagine what must be going on, uh, uh, there because, you know, even Evra has come out and obviously condemned it. He he must be in a Patrice must be in a tough situation because he was player is a player there. He's probably got a lot of love for for Juventus, you know. And to see this slaps, happening slaps like this, a lot of chickens, slaps a lot of chickens. He's probably been doing that all his life. He's only just really come out. Um, and as uh, you know, as a chicken slapper, yeah. Like I've always been a chicken slapper. I just uh, you know, I just felt like it was going to damage my reputation at the time. And now I don't care about my reputation anymore. So, um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it, it is, in, in one word, it's, it's deplorable. It's absolutely deplorable. And I, 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 I've heard multiple people suggest different ways to punish uh, um, Juventus, to punish Cagliari, uh, to punish people who, who do this kind of stuff. There is no room for it. You know, I've, I've, I've been thinking a lot, a lot about this this week. And I remember 20 years ago where in Portugal, it was very normal and very usual to call people, uh, to call people black, black people, black, uh, black people who came from, there was a lot of black people who came uh, uh, from Africa and, and they would come to Portugal and, and for a very large period, they would just call them black to their face and the black people would not react. And because they didn't react, obviously because they were in a new country and they wanted to be able to try and do the best that they could and they didn't want to start antagonizing the, the country that they came to, they didn't react. And so in not reacting, a lot of the Portuguese people thought that it was, it was acceptable. And so racism has been seen in places like Portugal, in Southern European countries, certainly 20 years ago when I was there, it was not something that was unusual or even, I wouldn't say frowned upon, but just wasn't something that was kind of seen as a bad thing. Um, but this is 20 years on and we have all moved on and started to move in, in the right direction away from, uh, from this kind of stuff. And I think it's about time that, that countries like Italy um, and Portugal and Spain uh, um, got, um, got up with it and, uh, and started to get rid of these people. Um, mate, relegation is, is, I think, the, the one that I've heard, which I think is, is pretty good uh, because... They, they relegate uh, teams for financial um, <clears throat> indiscrepancy. They, relation, they, they relegate teams for, um, uh, uh, for cheating, uh, you know, for 
uh, uh, match fixing. Um, are they not going to put, do they not think that racism is even worse than match fixing? No, yeah. I mean, no, it's, I see people arguing a lot about like what punishment to give them as if there's only one. Like, he's like, the, you know, it's like, we should find them. Our finding doesn't work. We should lock the fans out of the stadium or that work. Do the lot. Find them, point deduct them, kick them out of the competition and lock the fans out of the stadium. Do the lot. Mm. Like, you know, do the whole caboodle. You're classifying uh, uh, different different forms of uh, things which are unacceptable in football. And England had to go through it in the 80s when they were with, with the hooligans and with the violence that came through they banned European uh, competitions for how long um, yeah, I mean, or was that really a Thatcher thing actually that was- I mean that was in partly due to, to the Hazel disaster thing and but but I don't think it's non-existent in England either like the, um, there was the thing with Sterling at Chelsea earlier this year where, yes, like, where yeah. Sterling was uh, and there was even a thing this weekend with Frank Lampard having to i think the derby were playing brentford and frank lampard has has turned around and and pointed to someone in the crowd and he's pointed to the he's said to the stewards you know like because he was abusing a member of lampard's backroom staff who was who was black and so um oh you know, lampard, i haven't heard i haven't heard this yeah. you look it up okay. i'm pretty sure they were playing brentford uh, away mm. and and lampard had to pick someone out of the crowd and, and I think he's been ejected from the stadium. But I, I don't think it's like we can say that it doesn't go on in England anymore. I think we're um, perhaps a little ahead of other countries, but still, it's still really bad. And Leonard, I, yeah. I think Benucci, for what he said post-match, mm-hmm. just ridiculous. Just like utterly, utterly... I can I can see what he said, understand why he said it, um, but he shouldn't have said it. Um, I I I because because it's come out completely wrong. Um, to say that it was Keane's fault fifty fifty is just ridiculous. Like, um, uh, it had all the way up until that point. Otherwise, why else would this 19-year-old kid stand in front of the Calgary Ultras and, and do that? Like, why else would he do it? The, he, he, the only reason why he did that, he knows not to antagonize. He's not stupid. Like, like football players, okay, some of them are stupid, but um, <laughs> football players know that, you know, standing in front of a, of, uh, of a crowd of 20,000 people and goading them is not a smart thing to do, all right? And there's very, very specific and special reasons why people do it if they do do it, right? Um, uh, Kanu, uh, you know, uh, in front of the Arsenal fans. You know, we all know why he did it, you know. Sorry, sorry, I didn't <laughs> Oh, fuck that one. Uh, we all know why he did it. And um, he basically fucking, like, Arsenal deserved it. So, um, you know... And, there's a reason why he stood in front of all those people. And that is because he has been being racially abused all the way through that football match. And so for him to turn around and say that it was 50, 50 is bullshit because he'd already, it had already happened. It had already started. He didn't even antagonize if, it. Even if it hadn't happened, standing in front of people is, is no reason to get 
<coughs> racially abused. And you know my feelings on on players goading fans. If 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 you as a fan for eighty five minutes like uh, yep. giving it everything like and you know yes and yeah. f- I mean player fans do say the most horrible of things. Like let's let's take even if we were we managed to get racism and homophobia out of it. Like let's if we remove those things, they still give horrible abuse. Like they will they will talk about your family members, about your wife, about mm. um, like you know there'll be some xenophobia thrown in there. There'll be some very mean stuff about your general level of football, like your physical looks, like dogs abuse, like really like dogs abuse. And that's not even fair because dogs don't get that level of abuse. It's horrible. And then. Say you manage to score yeah. a goal against this set of people who have been giving you abuse for 80 minutes. I think it's perfectly fair to walk over to them and cup your hands behind your ears and go, how about that then? Like, it's the trade-off of... of there you go. Have some of that. <laughs> why not? It's the trade-off, yeah, right? Like yeah, the, you're, no, the fan, no, no, you're, the fan you're, is trying to put you off and then... They don't put you off. You get to suck it to them. There's, yeah, there, yeah. Look, I, I, I think there are some fans, however, that you've got to be more careful with than others, though. Uh, and um, there are, from what I have experienced in the past as well, like, you know, going in and goading, you know, I don't know, whatever, Manchester United fans or something, you, you don't feel as though you're, you're really going to be, you know, you're really pushing it and getting in big trouble and stuff. But there are some ultras out there. And even there would be some in, in England as well. You'd have to be a little bit careful uh, uh, with, with, with some of the fans. I, I would, I would be a little bit more, more cautious of going in front of, um, but re- regardless uh, in this situation, uh, and what I'm trying to say is, like, I can see why Bonucci has come out and said what he said, um, but he's, but he, I think he's, I think he's wrong. Like, in, in, he's, he's totally wrong in the sense that, like, it's not the, the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, know why he said what he said? Like, in the sense that the blame is like half and half. In the sense that, like, if he hadn't done it, he wouldn't racially abused. But the thing is, he's wrong because the the the, the racial abuse has happened throughout, and it was happening during and all the way through. You know, so he, he's he's wrong in that sense as he's as well on, as he's wrong on every level. He's wrong on the fact that like it's it's like it's his teammate it's not it's not even like it's the opposition it's just like it's just such a dick such an idiot yeah i it's he's such for that as well he's such an idiot yeah sorry anyway he's going on the list it's him yeah okay suarez ramos ronaldo go on ronaldo go on put him on sorry there you go that's fine cantona list i mean we're, we're we're talking about current though okay no, so not counting all right yeah. no you know your list and my list are very different you know that don't you we've got yeah. a couple of uh, very yeah, long which, which are the same very different but very uh, long <laughs> shall we shall we shall we do it the, the list the we'll long, call it, we'll long just call list. It the list yes <laughs> we don't need to we don't need to explain it we don't need to justify it mate you we'll know how they have, the like, list. We'll list, list they have the listed list. buildings we could refer to them as listed players but it, but it <laughs> Slightly different. 
<laughs> slightly different on the other side. You, but you, you don't want to destroy those buildings, you know. You, you want to, you know, you want to keep them yeah. and caress them and love them. All right, mate. Okay, look, I think we've done very well. This is probably one of the longest podcasts that we have ever done. Uh, uh, mate, I I'm not sure if we've... Uh, that's because every single time we do a running order, uh, uh, we never stick to it. Mm -hmm. uh, we always go over on to different sort of areas. Uh, we haven't even talked about the fact that Bayern Munich beat Dortmund 5-0. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I think oh. I said it earlier in the season. There's no way Dortmund are going to win, are they? And that is sad. Very, very sad. So, uh, um, But uh, yeah, look, fingers crossed. Hopefully they do slip up, but I don't think they will. Uh, and I think it'll be, uh, it'll be done and dusted. And we really were, we, we didn't speak much about the Spurs Stadium either. Uh, um, it's but, shiny. It's uh, you know, We'll be able to... It has, shiny, it has new, beer that fills up from the bottom. From the bottom, Amazing. yes. And, uh, and it has a stand with 17,000 uh, uh, 17, supporters who are all looking like they're going to fall forward uh, or something in, in true Buenos Aires style. So um, very, uh, very fascinating. The, apparently the sound is deafening and it's, it's, it's brilliant. And apparently the PA system is there to match as well. well and also, um, apparently like the groans are deafening. Because you know, no. like fans, we do love a look groan. So the, some, there was, I saw a video of someone going, ooh, ooh, or like the, ugh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the groan. Oh, we should talk about, we've never spoken about, we haven't really talked about the groan. I mean, the groan in English football, I think, is one of the most oh. beautiful. The most beautiful sounds. And let's, why don't we do that in the next podcast? Let's talk about the groan in the next podcast and what it psychologically does to a football player. Let's, mm. let's, let's, let's talk about that. I think that's a really good, uh, a really good topic. All right, but that's enough for today. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much uh, for listening in. Uh, I've, uh, I've been Jason. Uh, Dave, you've been Dave, haven't you, really? And uh, it's been good to... Uh, 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 to, to touch bases on this one once again we will be back uh, after the champ I think after the Champions League matches I think that's probably yes. uh, fair to say Thursday probably uh, to preview next weekend's Premier League matches which will be very exciting but also to review uh, uh, what's happened at the Tottenham Stadium uh, uh, for the uh, Manchester City match plus a lot more thank you very Bye, much everyone everybody. see Bye. you next week Three, four, four.